Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. I had never felt the way I did last time. And I feel like I have that feeling back again. That's when it starts to sink in. It's like, is my bag going to come out? Well, guess what, guys? My bag didn't fucking come out. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Sit With Us. Today we are recording remotely once again because Miss mm-hmm. Ella is in Bali. She is in her spiritual home and we know how much you guys were obsessed last year when Ella went and saw her healer mm. and of course she went and saw her healer once again. His name is Tawikik. <laughs> but yeah, so as you guys know, I'm in Bali and it's so crazy because when I got here I mean fuck I flew in straight from fucking Brizzy after the wildest three days like it was she, the, the wildest three days of seeing <laughs> cocks tits vagges everything like under the sun and then going to just being completely zen it was, I think it was like the best thing though to go from it was a really yeah it was when I touched down and like finally got to my and like oh my god so the process of getting off the plane love you virgin shout out to virgin you guys are just the fucking best all the time also on that guys don't ever fly Qantas. I'm sorry, Qantas. I need to. T- I need to say this story, babe, before we yeah. get into the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. because I, I for- forgot that you we forgot. didn't put it yeah. in the last episode. So we both leave <laughs> Brisbane. I left on Sunday night, straight after like a ten hour day. Anyway, I get home. It's nine thirty, and guess what happens, guys? We're waiting there, waiting there, and you know when you're like the last few people waiting at the baggage carousel and you're like, that's when it starts to sink in. It's like, is my bag going to come out? Well, guess what, guys? My bag didn't fucking come out, okay? We're stuck at Sydney Airport, 9.30, and Qantas has lost my bag. And you can just imagine... Did you have an air tag? No, I didn't have a fucking air tag. The one time I don't have an air tag in my luggage, seriously, it was like, it was almost comical. Like I was actually laughing and Izzy was filming me because it was, it was so depressing that it was funny, right? And the song and that she put over on your there. Instagram was hilarious. It what was oh, the song? it was hilarious. I'm like, oh, it, it was- I'm glad she filmed it because I can look back now and, and, and laugh. laugh at it. Yeah. But shout out to the incredible um, lady at the service desk. And lucky Izzy was with me because I would have fucking lost it. I would have like been bawling my eyes or screaming. Oh. But she was so lovely. She just was like, look, this has been happening a lot, unfortunately. And what Where we're going to do is going to get a case. It was in Brisbane. It never even got on my plane. How does that happen though? Like I don't understand. I don't, I don't bloody know because – so. Brisbane Airport also, also if you if you guys are from Brisbane I don't know what the go is with Brisbane Airport domestic but we were like 100 meters away from the airport and the traffic was that bad that we were almost we almost missed our flight right so we got to the check-in I scanned my boarding pass Izzy went to scan her thing to get her bag tag and it was like boarding has closed and then we're like so oh my god so you have to come here like uh, I've just put mine in but she's on the same flight and that's where we think it went wrong so oh. my bag went in but the man did Izzy's bag and her bag made it, but mine didn't. Weird. 
it had a bag tag on it and everything. But we just don't know what happened to the bag. But thank God I had an amazing lady at the Qantas service desk. If you don't ask, you don't get. I was like, mm-hmm. can you at least give me a cab charge to get home? I got a cab charge. Uh, it was only $40 though. It cost me $60 to get home in a cab. Oh. It was better than nothing. Better I had than nothing. Company chooses. Yeah. Better than nothing. And And guys, also, if you don't ask, you don't get. Can yeah, I just and, say and that I'm with airlines? Very, like, you're very good at that. You are very good at that. I'm really bad at that. I don't ask for anything. See, for me, I'm like if I'm paying for a service yeah. and I've been done wrong by, you know, whoever it may be, I'm like I'm going to ask for something. Like I'm going to be like, hey, can you upgrade me? Can yeah. you give me, you know? And look, got home, didn't have my bag, but luckily I did have my carry-on suitcase that had my toothbrush and my uh, medication and all of that stuff in thank god thank god right. for that one and and my skincare thank god uh, you know what i was, I was like, thinking oh my god. i literally was saying that to guy i was like oh my god if that was me and all of my skincare which there is about yep. eight different fucking products i was yep. like i would not be happy and neither would dom that's why I was freaking out because I couldn't remember which bloody bag I put it in. And then I got home and opened it and I was like so oh. happy. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. It's, uh, it's good. Like only my clothes and shoes are in there. And I was like there was nothing like so like valuable in yeah. there that I would be devastated if I, you know, obviously I would because it's my own belongings. But yeah. thank God the next morning I get a text message from Qantas being like, your bag is en route and then this lovely man dropped it off and I was like it was finally back by like 5 o'clock on Monday afternoon. So oh, that's – that's Less all right. than 24 hours, uh, so grateful and just so, like, happy that I it didn't get lost. But I tell you what, guys, Qantas, like, yeah. two people I know that flew international had lost their bags when they were overseas. It's so weird because Qantas, it's- like, growing up, you know, when we used to travel a lot as a family, we always flew Qantas. Yeah. And, yeah, and, like, my stepdad, he did a lot of travel with, like, with business and was always Qantas, like, premium member. And I feel like recently over the past sort of – maybe since COVID, like, things have kind yeah, of changed I- with Qantas. Things have, and I'm like, look, I'm a platinum member with Virgin, so I'm Virgin or like through and through. We're the same. Yeah. We're like, you know, always Virgin gals. Yeah. But yeah, because this was booked through LoveX, and I obviously didn't book my flights. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, Qantas, never again. Like, I, I think I'll be putting that in my contract from now on. Mm. Not flying Qantas. Like, oh, it's just, I don't know, man. And it's when you have a bad experience like that, you just it does leave a bad taste in your mouth, and you're like, never again. And also, traveling is daunting. Like, you know, getting on the flight, packing your suitcase, and then wait. I feel like the whole experience of traveling. I mean, maybe it's not for all of for everyone, but for me, sometimes it can be really stressful. And you just it want, is. You just want that part to run smoothly and when the luggage is lost like it's a bit of a heart oh. drop moment you're like shit what am i going to do especially if you're it's overseas the- like you're like fuck what am i going to exactly do? yeah it's the last thing you want and that's why like i'm stuck in like um euro summer tiktok at the moment you know like a few things i've got like alien talk barbie talk yeah euro talk also pickpocket talk all of it oh. that's what's coming up on my feed now but um people are always saying you know how they pack their carry on for when they're traveling I guess, long haul overseas and they've always got kind of like change of clothes in there just in case your luggage does get lost and you only carry like your really expensive valuables with your carry-on. And, I mean, I've always done that anyway. Like when I've done overseas travel, Mm. all of my expensive stuff is whatever I take on with me in my yeah, travel look, carry I on suitcase. I don't suitcase. do that. I don't do that. I checked in. Oh, well, yeah, dull. I know. And let's talk about the Indonesian airport. So, 
Oh, yes. Goodness me. um, I get to Bali, you know, travelling there solo, whatever. It was sweet. And then, you know, the worry kicks in of my luggage. Is everything going to be okay? Anyway, so get off the plane. It was pretty chaotic when you get on the other end. Lined up for about 50 minutes to get your passport. Really? Yeah. And I'm getting to the front and I'm seeing this passport stamping. Everyone's doing that. And I'm like, checking what everyone's – why does everyone have all these papers? And I'm like – Pretty oh, sure no. I am like thinking, oh, what did I do last year? Can't remember. Anyway, I asked the chick behind me. I'm like, did I need something to do something? I've got this barcode thing that I did back in yeah. Melbourne. Anyway, she's like, oh yeah, baby, you're meant to pay for your visa back there. I'm like, I just lined up for nearly an hour, and you're telling oh, me no. that I need to go back there because you've got to pay. I think it's fifty dollars to get in. You've got to get like a this piece of paper thing. And anyway, so I run back. To this visa, there's a line, oh, and I'm like, fuck. Oh I'm literally God. like, this is really quite stressful now. Anyway, I was able to skip the queue because an Indonesian man bribed me, basically. Um, so I paid him so that I could skip the queue. Really? Yeah, they do that everywhere as well in the airport. It can be a bit shady though if you're traveling by yourself. Don't recommend like another man was like traveling alone. Uh, you pay me, I take you down oh. the side. You can skip the line. Oh, so like, you got to be careful. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be doing it if you're yeah, not straight shit. smart. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness me. And then I was able to go back to the lady and she oh. was like, come back, it's fine. Like you can go. And like, oh, thank that's go- so nice. I was like, you are a, such a legend. Thank you. Because otherwise I would have been standing in that humidity for about two and a half to three hours before even getting my oh, luggage. No. See, good people do exist. Yeah. Okay. That just goes to show that there is some people with yeah. So you know, that, that was that really kind. that was really really nice. And then my luggage came out thankfully because it was the priority. So I was like, oh my gosh, yes, thank you. That's great. That's mind another you, bonus of mind yeah. you. You know, lifting off two twenty five kg suitcases oh by myself, um, no, passing out you. that you know because you, you, sometimes you do feel a bit unsafe. You don't know who's watching you, and it can be. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. You're in a not English-speaking country. It's in Bali. You know that things happen here. And I was a bit like, okay, I'm doing this by myself. But then shout out to Eki, my driver, who I've used a few times now coming to Bali. So he was waiting for me where the sliding doors opened. And I was like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so nice. Like, having that organised when you go, especially to non English speaking countries, I think knowing, you know, from word of mouth, someone who's, you know, tried and true, trusted, yeah, uh, that kind of stuff. And, you know, look, solo travel anywhere for women around exactly. the world, unfortunately, is you're at risk, okay, no matter where you are, even in Australia. Okay? Even in Australia. Look, on a night out in Australia, what, you could easily get your drink spiked and you fucking exactly. gone. Exactly. So it's, the, yeah, it's the reality it of the fucking world that we live in, as dangerous and scary yeah. as it is. And, you know, unfortunately f- more so for women but yeah Eki was great got to the villa you guys saw the villa was bloody epic originally Dom was meant to be there with me yes she was it, and then but then, yeah, love and then our schedule changed yeah, then, and then it yeah. was like I was only going to be there for a couple of days and then it was too hectic it just wasn't so worth just, it yeah I did have that amazing villa to myself and you know the moment I walked and the fucking puppy oh my god the villa puppy when the I puppy was just too much when oh I god. arrived that cute little thing, I don't remember Aww. her name, 
she was just standing there on arrival and I, I just was like, I could have cried because I was just exhausted and so happy. And she'd be at the door, like every time I left my villa, she'd just be sitting there and greeting everyone and she was just the cutest thing ever. Oh, angel. And then, yeah, spent a few nights by myself, which was just like a really good reset. You know, still ran 10Ks. I don't know how I did that in this heat. That was just like, that was... Yeah, look, I don't know how you do it full stop, but then doing it in the heat, I mean... <laughs> It was Jeez. hard. It, it was <laughs> honestly like the the mental game challenge, the mental yeah. challenge, yeah. like even just getting to the 3K mark and I was going at a much slower pace. In my head I was like, why are you doing this? You're a, you're an idiot. Why are you doing this? But then I'm like, no, 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 you didn't do anything. Like I was just – it was, yeah. it was yeah. But anyway, and then I saw my beautiful healer. So let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's get into this. So, yeah, shit. Like last year, obviously saw him and I was with my friend Renee and we had a very different experience with him. You know, hers was pretty confronting and a bit of a reality check and she's changed so much since that experience. My gosh, she's really changed her life and the way that she loves herself and the way that she respects herself. Like she's done so much growth since then. Anyway, so last time I saw him... The main thing for me that I really wanted to kind of know back then, obviously it was after maths, it was after Made in Chelsea, things just weren't happening with my love life and I really wanted to just kind of know if he saw that for me. It was really like, you know, I just want to know, do you see that in my future? Like I just, I love love, I want love, I believe in love, but it's not working, it's not happening. And, you know, he explained last time it was very much that, men would always feel intimidated by me even before maths that's that was the case because Mm. my energy is high it's strong it's confident and you know men can feel intimidated by that 100 percent. and we don't talk about that enough either as well in the world of dating to be honest because women are like we're boss bitches you know and and men do get intimidated by Mm -hmm. that and it shouldn't be something that they are intimidated by a woman's, you know, her bank account or her her career or yeah. whatever that may be. Yeah, you know, it comes back to the patriarchy anyway. But it yeah, does. that that was something that featured a lot in your reading. Yeah, um, yeah, last year. And he was saying, you know, for the men that I was attracting over the years, it was very much like a power thing, where they wanted to feel like they had the power in the relationship, but the men that I was attracting, they didn't feel like they had that with me, because not that I'm powerful, but just my energy is very high. Anyway, that was that. But he did, he did see, he saw marriage, he saw a lot of fertility back then, he saw babies and love and a lot of amazing things. He said things about my mom that were very, very true and like really eye-opening and about my dad who had passed away and my stepdad. Anyway, so this time we went to a different location. It's really easy to organise too, guys. It will be in my highlights. You can literally just DM him and, you know, if you don't know what you want, you can just say, hey, can I do what Ella did? If, if that's what you want to do. Because he knows, he knows me now yeah. and he said that he's had a lot of customers coming by saying Ella has recommended you and – you know, he had t- he had tears in his eyes because that's so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, all of the money that he gets, which isn't a lot, you know, there's not really a price that you pay when you actually see him. You pay what you want. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's no real price on it, and he gives all of the money to children that live in a village that don't have a roof over their head. It might be just straw, and a lot of these children don't have parents. 
and were abandoned or left um, as newborns, you know, on the streets. Wow. Yeah, like when he talk, I, I just like want to fucking cry whenever I think about it and like what he does for them. But he basically lives out in nature. Like he, he doesn't need anything. He, his purpose is just to be with nature, the moon, saying prayers and blessings for people, giving, you know, positive wow. energy to everyone around him and – He's had a really hectic life. Like he, he's been in jail before and it's interesting because, you know, the people that I've met in my life who have maybe been criminals or done bad things or been drug addicts, they always tend to turn to spirituality if they want to clean life. Yeah. And it's really yeah. common. It is really common, but they might turn to a god, whatever kind of god it may be. But usually it's the spiritual world and you basically sit with him you know, you're in the middle of nowhere. The air is so fresh and you, all you can hear is water fountains, mountains, birds, uh, wow. the smell of incense and candles and people over there maybe saying a ble- – like there's just so much surrounding you and I needed to wee because I've got a small bladder problem. And <laughs> <laughs> classic me, I need to fucking wee every 10 minutes. And – it was an hour and a half drive out of Changu, so it was a long drive, and I'd sculled like a liter of water on the way, idiot. Anyway, we get there, and I needed to use the bathroom, and luckily there was a like a little hut. I mean, it, it wasn't even really like a hut, really, with you know a hole in the ground for the toilet, no toilet paper, yeah, of course, um, no door, and when I went up there, there was a little girl with like a little straw rake just sweeping some leaves or I don't really know what she was sweeping. And as soon as she saw me, she like ran away and hid. And, you know, they don't understand anything that you say. So I just went to the toilet and she was just watching me because anyone uses the toilet there, you know. It's yeah. If you come yeah. by, you use it. So I used the bathroom and um, I could see I th- who I think it was her mum who looked incredibly malnourished, you know, just in the back area cleaning something and I gave the little girl it's not a lot but for them you know I gave her 20 Australian dollars which is uh what's that 200,000 rupiah which for them they could survive off that for probably a month so I gave the little girl 20 dollars and the mum you know instantly like tears in her eyes and saying blessings and I'm just like fight out like this is it's all and that was just before my session with Tawiki and you know walk down the stairs 396 stairs to walk down to where wow and I was thinking shit I gotta walk back up this and then you just see him sitting down there like on his little mat and there was I think four or five other Balinese men who they don't have jobs. They just sort of help clean the area and, you know, bless areas, but they don't get paid. That's just what they do day to day. Wow. And then whatever money, you know, if Toei Kik would get money, then he would give them some money. And as soon as I saw him, it was just like, it was, he had the biggest smile on his face. And it's moments like that when you're out there with someone in the middle of nowhere who has nothing but he's just – his heart is so full and he gives so much to his community and to people like me and visitors who want to come for guidance or blessings or whatever it may be. And um, I think, you know, you talk for, I don't know, 30 to an hour. It really just depends what comes up or what you want to know. Yeah. And, you know, we're just sitting there straight away and we're just smiling and 
straight away. My eye obviously, you know, twitches when I'm, I don't know, tired or anxious or whatever. Yeah, and um, yeah. straight away he's like, sister. like, And because he, he calls us sister, like, you know, women. So he'll be like, sister. Yeah. And then he's like, oh. And he like put his hand over his eye and it's just like, you know, tired sister. So tired. Wow. I'm like... Tawiki, I'm so tired. I'm so <laughs> tired. And he's just like, ah, oh, stress, sister. Like, you're so stressed. Stress. Yes. Fuck. And I'm just like, yes, 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 so stressed. And then, you know, we just talked a lot about work. And he was first thanking me a lot because he's like, thank you so much. You know, you bring so much people to me, so much business. You show, you show people the light. He's like, yeah. people come here and they are seeing life in a different way or they're experiencing a spiritual awakening that they never thought that they could or just opening such a beautiful thing yeah opening people's minds opening their minds to yeah yeah what they potentially could be in tune with that they don't even know that they have and he was like yeah thank you so much you know so many people come and say oh ella ella showed me this and i'm like wow and then tears are in my eyes because i'm like wow like you know Mm. this is amazing and yeah. Anyway, we start talking about work and the one thing that he was really – that really stood out for me and I, I said it in my stories. He was like, you know, you just give so much. You're, you give your energy. You show a lot of people on social media now like so much of you and your life and he's like, but you get nothing in return. And I'm like, but I do though. I, I, I do get a lot in return because, mm. you know, my, my followers, they're the reason that I'm able to have a business. They support me. That's why yeah. I give them so much and I, and I want to show them and I want to, you know, motivate people and I want to inspire people and I want to do all these good things. And he's like, yes, but these people, they don't know, know you. You know, they can't, they can't give you physically the love that you're able to give them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm okay with that. I am okay with that because I also get joy out of inspiring people and, I get a lot of joy out of that. But he was really just reminding me that I needed to protect my energy and we all do. Yeah, we all do, especially when it comes to social media. And I think particularly for you, like in the last few weeks, there's been, you know, a a lot of stress surrounding social media and surrounding work and everything. And I think that was him just being like, look, you're stressed. Yeah. You're giving so much of you and look at how it's – what it's taking from you. It's yeah. not – I think it's more like the energies. That's what he's talking about because we do get so much – like we give so much online, right? We yeah. get so much love back. Mm. Yes, of course, there's always going to be a certain level of uh, judgment and hate and all of that kind of stuff. But I understand where he's coming from there because as much as our followers and the people that really love us can give us – that affirmation back there's only so much and and it's Mm. in the spiritual world it's really about like when we hug it's an exchange of energy touching you know yes to the touch the yeah i don't get to hug half a million people on social media who send me the love through messages you know and And I really, you know, the beautiful long messages that I get, I feel the emotion in those beautiful – because it's effort right there, you know. Someone sat down and has put the effort in to write me an amazing message. But there is – and yeah, that's the difference that he really means. And 
he just really reminded me about just protecting my energy and, you know, making sure that I'm giving it to the right people. And yeah. he reads, you know, he'll grab grab your hands and it's so interesting mm-hmm. when you watch them when they look at your lines because when we yeah. look at our hands, you know, all we see is lines, right? Just like lines and just a hand, Lines yeah. and skin. So he was – Explaining to me, yeah, about the lines on my hands and, you know, what to look for if I ever need a reminder to just look at our hands and look at the star and the strength from the pain. And I've written some – because I did actually film the whole conversation as well. It's a bit hard to understand him obviously got because of his broken English. But we did a prayer and, you know, you do certain breath work and – we all have different aura colours and chakras and I don't know if everyone knows about like the crown and the yes. heart and sacrum yeah. and all the different coloured auras and how they all mean different things. Anyway, we did a prayer and my eyes were closed and you've always got to have your palms up and opened when you are doing a prayer. And he was saying things in Balinese and touching my certain chakras on my palms, on my crown, on my throat, on my heart and – after he'd done that and it was probably like, I don't know, maybe less, just less than a minute and when I opened my eyes, it was really weird, everything was blue. Like, you know when, yeah, like it was like. Wow. Like it was, yeah, it was really trippy. And from what he was doing with his pressure points and I guess his, you know, I like to just say supernatural powers in a sense. It's what he has. You know, he was able to see things in my body and my feel things in my body. And then after we did that, he grabbed my foot. And he grabbed my foot and pressed exactly where the pain was. Literally pressed exactly where the pain was. And when he pressed into it, my quad started shaking Whoa. Yeah, because the plantar fasciata, the tendon is connected to your ITB band, which is up at the top of your quad and on the side of like your leg. And it started like shaking or whatever. And then I was like looking at him and I started laughing because I was I was laughing in like shock. I was just in like. In shock that it's like, oh my God. I was like, bro. What do you mean? Like, and then he's just, he was like waving his hand over my foot and he was saying, it's healing, it's healing, it's healing. And I was like, yeah, it's healing. I can run again. You know, I'm running. I'm like, you know what plantar fasciitis is? He's like, uh, no, sister. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) it doesn't matter. But I mean, after he did, you know, he um, looked into my soul and my body and, you know, things like that internally, he grabbed my foot straight away. So that was really just mind blowing. And it was really interesting because he, does talk about sex and he always apologizes before because obviously the English is broken and he doesn't want to be offensive. So he would apologize beforehand. And last time I saw him last year, he was telling me when it's time for me to conceive that I need to come first and that my legs need to be positioned up because of the way that my pelvic thing is structured. So interesting. That's incredible. Because he can see – the way that things are structured in there. And with Renee as well last year, like what he could see uh, with some of her health was all true as well. So bizarre. Wow. Anyway, he was saying this time 
he was obviously he knows I've got a partner now and he was like eh, so sexy you guys so sexual I'm like yeah <laughs> and he was like everything he was saying was just so spot on but he was saying um my breasts need more love um and for wow. women especially he was saying like even just by yourself in the shower like really just giving love to your breasts and feeling feeling the love because then he was like you know sickness sickness happens and women don't show enough love to their breasts and their nipples and this the nipples wow. um feed and grow us you know yeah. this is you know and and I was just like wow okay so he's like more of love more love more love to your breasts and I'm like okay so interesting like so interesting and then he was also saying how the nipples it can affect not everyone's, but for me, my sexual aura and also to do with my period, which was really, in, yeah, really interesting. Wow. Yes, I was like, okay. It's just like all cut, like makes it, it's like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, wow. He says things and you're like, how do you know this? But then you're like, think about it and you're like, but that actually makes sense. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, right? Jeez. And he was saying that when I'm down, like he's like, you know, you when you're down, you keep alone, you tell no one, you know, you don't cry. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I don't fucking cry. I'm like, my boyfriend hasn't even seen me really cry. Like, yeah, I've teared up from like a cute message he's written me, but I don't. Like I'm not – I don't know what it is. And he was like, you're like your mother, you know, you've protected yourself for so long. You don't want people to see if you're upset because you want, you want everyone to feel good and uplift everyone and – um, he's like, you deal with a lot of things alone. And he's like, sister, don't do that. Don't do that. You have the support. Wow. Yeah. He's like, you need to stop dealing with things alone and you don't have to be strong all the time. And I'm like, wow. okay. But he's like, it's hard because it's embedded in you. And yeah, it's I, how you've been. It's yeah. Just how, yeah. Wow. He was also saying for my plantar fasciitis, if for anyone else, if you've, cause I, I did get DMs when I had this to cut up ginger and tomato with a cup of hot water and drink it. So That's so interesting. Look into that one. And I was asking. I mean, both are great for you. Both, both are great yeah. for you. So I mean, it's it's do it. Yeah. Everyone should be drinking ginger, ginger and, and tomato, hot ginger water. Ginger and tomato in hot water. <laughs> no more lemon hot water, yeah. guys. It's now ginger and tomato. It's ginger okay? and tomato. Yeah. And um, we spoke about other things, and then I asked about my dad again because last time when I saw him, I was you know, surprised that he didn't mention my dad last time. And I asked him and I was like, you know, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned my dad. And last year he was like, you know, sister, very sad. I don't want to make you sad. It's a very sad story, you know, oh, et cetera. Um, wow. And it was like last year when he was talking about my father and the way that he had passed, which I haven't shared and I, I won't share, but when – Tawiki saw it and then he looked at me. His eyes were just full of water. Like it was it was intense. And this year oh I, I wanted to ask him, I'm like, you know, I don't I didn't know my dad. I just want to know, am I like my dad? Because, you know, I don't really me and mum, like, we don't really talk about him. You know, well, we don't. And, like, I don't really know a whole lot. I don't have a connection to him. And my brother has yeah. much more of a connection to my dad. Yeah. And, and he's like, your heart is your dad's heart. 
he's like, yeah, yeah, he's like, your the strength that you have in your heart is your father's heart. I know. Wow. And then I was just like, fuck, this is so hectic. And his eyes, like, because he obviously just, I don't know what he sees and I don't know what he's feeling, but he... He was just feeling it and then I he, he was telling me and his eyes were just like tears and then I was crying and I, I've never cried over my dad before, guys. Like wow. I, I haven't because I don't have an emotional connection to, to him. And, yeah, he was saying your father, like your heart, the strength is your father and you're so much of him and he blesses you every day and he approves of everything that you do and I'm just like, Fuck, this is – it's a lot. Yeah. I know. It's so hectic. Oh, so hectic. so beautiful. I know. And – Wow, 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 wow. It's so interesting because, you know, I'm nearly 30 and I did have a dad, you know. Like it's, it's just yeah. so crazy. And he said that for me my father's purpose was to bring – me my life you know unfortunately there was wow he wasn't around to provide any other sort of purpose like my mum god my mum is the strongest woman alive that I know but for my father his purpose for my life was to bring me to earth that was his purpose for me and it's just like there's so many people out there who don't believe in psychics and Mm. healers and there's so many people out there that that don't believe in this sort of stuff but when you have these experiences with someone who you don't you've only met once before like how can you not how can you not believe it and for for you for something that's so personal and Mm. so just it's your story and Mm. your path and for it to just be like an awakening for you like in that moment I think it just it takes away that people some people are skeptical about it because for you in that moment it was like it just makes it made sense for you it it, it did everything that he was saying made so much sense and he did say something about guy which I probs won't share only because it's like that's personal for guy but he knew he knew something. He knew things. He knew, he knew things, things that, that yeah. only, you know, Guy and maybe his family and I know. And we've, he's, you know, he's said that my heart is strong enough to strengthen his. And it's symbolic in more ways than one. It's like, yeah, when Ella sent that to me in a text message, I literally was like, yeah. full body, like chills and yeah. just was like, I didn't even know what else to say. So that was the only thing that you told me about what happened. Like, yeah. this is, I'm learning all of this now and I'm just sitting here in fucking tears and like yes. with, with fucking goosebumps yeah, all over I my know. body because it's just like what an experience that it's – I mean that is just like what a beautiful human, I mean, and just an experience that you got to have again with him. Like just incredible. I know. And I, I – I, he says that I'm his angel. He's like, Ella, you're my angel. You know, you bring children wow. food and and roof and cover. And I'm like, Toikik, you're the angel, you know. You give people yeah. light. Like, you give people guidance. And 
Yeah. If you want to know sad things, he will tell you sad things, but he won't tell he won't tell you unless you ask. But he doesn't want to upset you. He doesn't want your experience to of be course. upsetting. But it's it's like yeah, obviously everything that happened what he was talking about with my dad, it was emotional, but not in like a sad way, in a beautiful way. Yeah. Like it's a different kind of emotion. It's not like sad tears. It's like freeing tears. And then, yeah, you know, you chat with him, you do that. We hugged. I gave him money so that he could give it to the kids. And then you go down. You're in the middle of nowhere with the freshest air, the freshest wow. water. Oh. And... Everyone gets a number. My number's 11. It's based on your date of birth, the day that you were born, your age and all these things. And every station or holy water station that you stop up, you cleanse yourself. Mine was 11 times, so it was a lot of cleansing. Um, wow. That's so amazing. So, wow. So, your number is 11, so you cleanse yourself 11 times at each of those. Yeah. Fascinating. So interesting. And then there's a Balinese man who would be with you and he was – Loved him. He was literally filming me the whole time because I ha- I was I wanted to film. I wanted to try oh, and capture. That's so nice. Yeah, and he yeah, was, and you want to have that for your experience yeah. and your memories as well. And I didn't I even that. like yeah. fully didn't even. I forgot that he was even there like the whole time. Yes, yeah. fully forgot he was there because you don't want to be thinking of holding a phone and fucking recording yourself no. while you're trying to bless yourself eleven yeah. times. Yeah, no. <laughs> and he he was so great. Like the the stuff that he captured was great. And at the end, you know, same thing as last time, the very last spot, you know, you scream at the top of your lungs three times. And again, just like the most emotional experience because not only you've just chatted to to Tawikik for an hour and then you've gone through all these different holy water spots where you've blessed yourself or you're asking for blessings or you're – for me, asking for blessings for other people in my life, you know, for my friends and my family, always asking for yeah. health and success and wealth and protection and safety. Like, you can ask for anything. You can you can literally ask for anything. Or for forgiveness, you know, if you've done things in life where you've hurt people or betrayed or done something bad and, you know, you wish that you never, you never did something, you can ask for forgiveness. So when it gets to the end and you're screaming out at that point, fountain waterfall cliff like it's the most crazy feeling and then at the end you meet him again and he blessed me with the rice and the coconut water and the frangipani and then my drive back home I was just sitting in the car like looking out the window like wow surreal hey just being like wow what was that and then one last little thing yeah Guy arrives that night, so he did. He, oh, he did yeah. come a night early, who as a surprise, which was perfect timing. And then there was a little um, outside the villa. There was like those little spots where they put, you know, the little incense where you can pray. And I yes. said to Guy, like, let's let's go and say a prayer. Let's take a few deep breaths together. And there was a Balinese oh, guy there. Yeah, it was really nice. And there was a Balinese uh, man there, and. He was like, I sprinkle the holy water. I was like, yes, yes. So we're, we're doing our breath work, asking for blessings, and he sprinkles the Balinese holy water on you. And when we finished, he came to me, the Balinese man, and he put both of his hands on my shoulders, and he was like, everything is going to be okay. Stop stressing. 
Wow. And I was like, why didn't he say anything to you, babe? <laughs> like he, he had nothing to say to guys. That's a freak out. And then I just like, uh, it was just such a day. It was, it was an amazing day. How incredible. Yeah. I, I don't even have the words, like, honestly. It's it's just so fascinating and, and so enlightening hearing your experience with what you what you just experienced I'd love there. to bring you here and you to meet Tawiki Oh, my God. I, it, th- that would be something that I, I have on my bucket list. Like, I, I, you I would just be say. crying. You would just be crying the whole I would time. Be, I'd be crying. Yeah, she, yeah, Ella knows me. I would be crying. He would definitely not say that I, I can't cry because I can definitely cry. You would be crying but, the whole time because it is. But it would. I feel as though it would be one of those experiences that you say is life-changing because that to me sounds life-changing. It, it is life-changing. And I remember last time I was here, I had never felt the way I did last time. Wow. And I feel like I have that feeling back again. And I got my bracelet back that he, you know, you get a bracelet at the end. And I remember I had to take it off last year for a photo shoot and I was so sad. And now that it's back on, I just feel reconnected to that part of me because, you know. Beautiful. When we're at home, you you and I, you know, we're busy, we work hard. Yeah. It's loud. It's social media. It's toxic stuff online it's non-stop it's traveling and it's so easy to forget these practices and it's you know so easy to forget all these sorts of things and I feel like I'm back in that area and again I'm going to hold on to it for as long as I can yes yeah you know obviously I'm count my blessings every day that I'm in a position to be able to do this but guys that are also healers wherever you may live that they are there I have seen you know I've seen white witches and I've seen psychics and Dom's seen her first one that's coming soon and we're gonna drop yes, that it was incredible and it really yeah. is eye-opening and you know you can take it however you want but I wanted to share it with you guys because I shared it with you last time and it was amazing and you know, I've already had so many DMs from people booking in with him, which is just the coolest thing ever. And he's also opening a retreat. He's he's building a retreat where you can do it's like a one day thing or a three day thing or a seven day thing, and you can actually stay there. Wow, and that would be life changing, like so life changing. That would be. Yeah, I feel like I'd want to do that. Yeah, so I think that's – he said by next year that it will be done. So hopefully I'll come back next year and and do that. So – Wow. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for sharing that, babe. That's incredible, honestly. And I I feel as though a lot of people listening would be getting a lot out of that too. And just – if anything, I think it just shows you like we're all on a different journey. We are. We we are. I think that more than anything is just how incredible and individual and beautiful each of our journeys are in life. No matter how hard or how exactly you know right. rocky the road may be, they're all beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah. And we all have angels. Yes. We all I believe that. Yeah, we all have some kind of angel that is always with you whoever it might be. You may call it something else, not an angel, but we all have something that is always with us, guiding us, protecting us, supporting you, giving you signs, even in the shit times. Like, 
And mostly through the shit times, that's when they're there and that's when you feel most alone. I think people seem to forget that when you're going through the shit times, that's when you feel most alone, even from your family, your friends, your partner. But when you are going through the shit times, that's when that energy and that angel, whatever you want to call it, is there the most with you. So never forget that, everyone. Yeah, never forget that. And, God, I mean, I don't know how you all feel after listening to that, but it was really nice to share it and I really wanted to share it. And I couldn't wait to tell you about it, babe. Like I was dying <laughs> to hear this and I'm just so happy for you and I'm f- like just, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was everything I knew it would be for you and more and I feel like it was just an oh, amazing to listen to that, truly. Yeah. yeah. Think about the things – you don't have to be in Bali at a waterfall asking for blessings. You don't have to be yeah. in that. You can ask for blessings anywhere. Anywhere. You know, even if you just light a candle or light incense or open a journal, like you can ask for a blessing wherever you are. In bed, you know, last night I had my hands crossed in bed saying blessings to myself and for my partner yeah. and you could be anywhere. And you sit know, in the uh, sunshine. That's what I love to do. I love to sit in the sunshine and feel that energy and just yeah. live in that moment. And you know, it's, it's powerful. Yes, we have spoken a lot about energy and positivity and gratitude. And <laughs> this is, <laughs> and you know, this is just another way of I live my life and a way that I wanted to share it with you guys and. Just open your mind. That's that's why I share these things and I hope it's not misunderstood in any way. And, yeah, storytelling is what I love to do. I'm an oversharer and I always have been with my friends and now obviously there's so many more of you and I'll continue to be a storyteller and you can take whatever you want away from it. Yeah. And it's a blessing to have you guys listen to us tell our stories and share that with you. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And, babe, thank you for sharing that. That was incredible. Um, And, yes, like Ella said, she will have the links on her Instagram and we'd love to hear what you you guys have to say in the Facebook group. Can't wait for this episode to go live and hear your feedback. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. And we'll be back soon. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you.